This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final hour, third and final hour. And uh, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. Now let's head down Corpus Christi Way and let's check in with our good friend, Captain Cliff Webb. See what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Cliff. Morning, Mickey. Man, What's I up? Can't believe May- I can't believe May's almost gone. What happened? It went fit fast. Boy, it, it disappeared, <laughs> didn't it? It's it's, it's in like the taillights. It's wow! It's just going so fast, but it's all good, man. Got a lot of people uh, coming to the island. It's uh, it's uh, kind of going to hunker down a little bit, maybe today, and stay away yeah, from that it's, crowd. A little it's bit. Memorial it's Day weekend, there. plus a star turn yeah. star tournament starts tonight at midnight. So that's right. Here we go. Wonder how many tagged redfish will get caught today in the tournament that hadn't started yet. <laughs> well, you know they they call me. Uh, Ryan called me from the CCA, wanted me to go down and release some tagged fish down in uh, Mansfield yesterday. I was going to go down there and release some tagged redfish with those guys, but uh, I had a trip with Fred. Fred Fred called and Raymond Fred and, and Nick came right. down. So I did a trip at, at uh, from two thirty uh, yesterday till dark. I put the boat on the trailer about nine o'clock last night. So <laughs> I'm dragging a little bit, but. Man, it's just fun. It's just good. It's weird. The northwest, northeast wind yesterday was fifteen to eighteen miles an hour here. It oh, did y'all great. have that much down there? Yeah, yeah, it, it was really strong. Up, didn't it? And, uh, yeah, it did. You know, and uh, I've been on some really good fish, and I got in there, and of course, it's, it's the wind direction and stuff had them, and they were biting, but not real hard. Uh, Fred got one about twenty six inches long. You know, just nice solid fish. And caught some good fish that afternoon, but that was in, in the humidity was about 55% just dry. It felt like a fall day. Just really unbelievable weather. Isn't that just, nice? Just yes, it is, man. But early in the week, we, we did pretty good. Uh, had a trip on Tuesday. People up from Eagle Lake. Uh, they're friends of Mike Gregor and stuff up there, Ed and those guys. And, uh-huh. and we started out on some deep rocks, you know, and it was funny. It was just one of those, those days. It was just dead calm. <laughs> The bite was there, but man, they could just see the boat, and you get the you get the bite, make it the very end of your cast, like you throw real far, and if you didn't get that bite within about ten feet, they they kind of profile the boat, and you just wouldn't get much. So uh, we stuck some fish, and <clears throat> I told those guys, man, there's hardly I'm fishing down Ford Yarbrough. I noticed there's hardly any barge traffic. It's uh, some days they don't have a lot of traffic, and so I said, man, let's go down the land cut this time of this time of year. That cut can be good. The reason I haven't been fishing there has been so much barge traffic. <clears throat> so I went down the cut and dropped the total motor down, started working the drop-off, and it was trout all over the land cut. It was so good. It was like the old days. You know, we caught them up to five or six pounds in the cut. And I pulled into like a little area where the, a barge had pulled the ground and let somebody, another barge, go by. And you just see all this dirt pushed up on the side of the, of the edge of the intercoastal there. And I said, man, usually when this happened, these flounder will stay in here. And so I slipped in there for some flounder. We, we kind of put the the total one on spot lock and pull in there. <clears throat> that thing was full of trout, Mickey. It was nuts, man. <laughs> Every cast was a trout. And we finally got down to the bottom and caught a big old flounder, about four and a half pounds, you know. But it was just, man, when you get a little wallow out like that in the current and those right. trout will tuck back in those little little holes like that. And, man, we just caught them until we turned the total more off and left. 
like uh awesome pretty yeah pretty pretty insane but it's uh it's it's been good making you know last Y'all's week water we had real those, clean well it's just so funny because we have some sections now that's dirtying up and we don't know if it's from the northeast wind you take the area the water between oh say bird island and maybe the meadows that area there it's just kind of uh-huh. got a brown tinge to it and then when you get past it it's beautiful yeah. And so I don't know if that's a pocket, just a pocket of the water trapped in there. I hope it changes out. But we've had some really strange wind directions. You know, like I'm fishing on Wednesday, and all of a sudden it blew about 25 miles an hour out of the west at 9 o'clock. Like, what? Goodness. We're sitting there fishing dead calm, catching them on top water. All of a sudden it blow your hat off straight out of the west. <laughs> just unbelievable. You know? And when it started blowing, Mickey, these fish start popping slicks everywhere. I'm going, what's going on here? You know, are they, <clears throat> I think it was just a barometric pressure change, you know, just, just put, made them feel full and they started burping up slicks. Yeah. You had but, high pressure settle in with that West wind. I'm sure. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. And, uh, like a dummy, we pulled up, we were catching the heck out of fish on top water there and it kind of shut down for a little bit. I said, Hey man, I want to go check something. So I burned out about 20 miles South of that, you know, and caught a few fish and went back in there and caught them again, you know, but it's funny how, They'll they'll shut off just for some kind of a pressure change, or they'll shut off for an hour or two, and you'll leave your fish. And and you know that that's that's when I tell myself, look, man, don't leave fish to find fish. And I, and I still do it because everybody gets kind of bored not not getting a bite in an hour or so. So right, you feel I like as a captain, you, yeah, you feel like the captain. Hey, man, I need to go try to show them something. So yeah, it's a tough but, call. It is, it is. But uh, in general, we'll be catching our fish mostly on soft plastics. Uh, the double D was hot, hot last week in top water but this week man it's just been soft plastic they've been lo- loving the uh watermelon red little john xl and then the laguna shrimp again is back on uh, that little laguna shrimp has been smoking them right that's a hot little bait it is it is it's uh and i heard that uh, robin called me the other day the bass assassin guy he's got some new colors out he's really excited about but that guy's always got some new colors it's amazing yeah well, Bass Assassin's always been so innovative. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Mirror Lure, they're not afraid to try something different. No, no, no. Well, I got to tell you what happened the other day. That's with why Jay. they're still I, around, I, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you the funny story about Jay that day. I laugh so hard. So. Well, I come in the dock. <laughs> Jay Ray? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, no, Jay. The, Jay oh, Senior, Big Jay. Okay. Big Jay. So I'm coming in the dock on Wednesday. And I had a good day. It's about three o'clock. I'm coming in, and as I'm as I'm coming up the dock to, to turn the boat into dock, someone says, "No, was that way she learned how to drive a boat?" And it's Mister <laughs> Watkins over there looking at me. He's over there. He's at the dock, and, I, and he's come all the way from Rockport to run over here to fish the Guna Mater. And I ain't seen Jay in a year. I'm so excited about seeing. Yeah, I, I love that guy, man. He, I do too, man. Just, he, there, he's he always makes me happy. Just seeing him makes me happy. I know. You, know, like, you can be in a terrible uh, mood and Jay shows he up. It's, he's just, it's just like, fun and games, baby. Yeah. So I come quartering in the dock like I've done a million times. Right when I put the nose in the dock, I flipped the binnacle mount in reverse, and the fly-by wire went out on my binnacle mount. It, it oh. just went like a noodle. I hit the dock with the trolling motor, knocked the trolling motor off. Hey, Mickey, it broke all four boats, spun around in a circle about 360 degrees, and spun it out, and it's sticking out there. Of course, what? Jay ain't saying nothing. Hey, Jay ain't saying nothing. Jay's got this look on his face like, I just can't believe it. This is good stuff. I can't believe I watched Cliff do this, you know? I'm just going, oh, look no. Look at this no. pot liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I bang the trolling half off the boat, break the boat off, you know, get the boat tied up, you know. And Jay starts telling me things that happened to him on Binnacle Mountain. I may try to make me feel better. But anyways, I went back to the motor shop and lucky just shirt off those four bolts and didn't do anything, those breakaway bolts. <laughs> so right. I got it screwed back in and made the day the next day. But, man, I ain't <laughs> seen Jay in a year, and he sees me crash my boat. I go, God, this is good stuff. And, you know, he's what, got me uh, now. He'll, he'll use that did, on me. Did, what what was the deal with your binnacle at flyby? What what made that's that what I've been hearing. So you know, well, see, mine's older, an older deal, and we've never had a you know missed a signal there. But it's happened before. So when you go to neutral, it has a docking mode on the button. You put it in docking mode, it makes the, the throttle right. less you know sensitive. Well, I'm in docking mode, and normally when I kick it in, I kick it in reverse, just kick the back end around. It's parallel park perfect. Like I know what right, I'm doing. Just slider <laughs> on in there, yeah. Just slider on in there, but. 
man, when you lose power like that, things things went south on me. <laughs> but anyway, oh, we boy, got it boy. done. But anyway, coming in anyway, hot, folks. Hang coming on, in hot, coming boy, in hot, coming in hot. <laughs> but I had to do it in front of Jay, of course. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, he'll he'll get he'll make a good story out of that one. Oh, I'm, I'm toast. I'm so toast now. You're done. You're fried. You're fried <laughs> like a goose. <laughs> That's all right, man. <laughs> but anyway, you got to tear up something. I don't tear up something each week. You know, you make it the boat, take it away. That's kind of the way it is with a guide service. You know, you're gonna break something. But uh, anyway, we got out of that deal and. Uh, the surf fishing too, Mickey. We've had some good surf days, man. I, the days I've been having off, I've been hitting the surf, and it's been right. like everywhere else. It's real sporadic. You, you may be on them one day, and you go back the next day, and it's you just zero, and uh, you just got to stay on the bait. But the water's just gin clear, unbelievable. And you guys, well, been our surf's—they've uh, been having some good catches in the surf. You, you don't hear about the bad ones, but uh, yeah. naturally, but it's. Uh, yeah. It's been spotty, but the ones that hit them have been hitting them hard, man. They've been pouring the coals to them. Yeah. Some pretty good we fish got, being caught, too. Uh-huh. That's good news. We got so many tarpon in the surf. These, the firemen went out the other day in their Zodiac. I got my buddies are firemen, and they take the Zodiac. I guess it was uh, probably Wednesday, and they run out the jetties. Big schools of tarpon all out in front of us. And <laughs> nobody oh, down here on them. Big tarpon, too. I think I talked to Low Odom uh, last week. I think he jumped, too. I don't know if he's caught him. I had to talk to him a couple of days, but... Man, the big yeah. carpenter showing up here. God almighty. You know, so. That's good. Are they making that migration? Yes, sir, they are. Right on time, there. baby. Mm-hmm. Right on time. Right on time. Yeah, and I was right talking there. to Brian yesterday, and, uh, boy, they're they're popping the kingfish at the jetties down his way. That's, that's what I heard, too. We, we, we caught, run, I saw man. one guy catch a small one, but it's about time for those guys, too. But So yesterday, or see, day before yesterday, I'm sitting on the beach. And just watching these big, it's just gin clear, absolutely rubbing alcohol clear. Watching, you see these big blobs of fish coming by. You're sitting on the tailgate of the truck. Little big, big bunch of sheephead come by, then a bunch of drum, then some trout, then some sharks. You know, you just sit there and watch the fish come by, and you realize how, you know, they're coming by in wads. And you can be in in one second and not the next second. You know, you don't, when the water's dirty, you don't realize how it's like a, just bunches of fish coming by you constantly. Right. I tell people you you can just stay in one spot right now. They're going to come by you eventually because they are on the move. They're not they're not staying. They're moving. See you, Rama, man. <laughs> yeah, it's cool looking. See world. Cool hey, let it me knock this break out, Cliff. Hold on to that thought. I'll be right back right. at you, buddy. All right. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croakers are located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke, 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. It works great for tournament fish or live bait. It's got multi-uses. And uh, check them out. They're on display right there at the store. If you need more info, call Jason at 281-701-8107. And when you're by the store... Check out all their wild-caught guff shrimp and all their good seafood they have there. And crawfish season, we're in the height of it, and they've got plenty of them and great prices, great availability, and call them reserve for the weekend or whatever. 409-945-4001 or boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 619 here in the Bayou City. All right, Cliff, we're back, bud. All right, man. Well, man, I'm be sitting a here day. watching Captain Rick Murphy, man. He is wearing the tarpon out in Trinidad. Really? Oh, oh man. man. It's, I've been watching it since we've been talking. It's just, <laughs> I don't know how many they caught. It's stupid. Golly, man. Now, I'll tell you what, that's no big ones like that one you caught with Brian, but there's some pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. They're having a. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you time. what. I. I I'm done on the big tarpon. I, I'm kind of looking for something <laughs> under 20 pounds now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have enough of that stuff. That was that was an amazing trip with Brian. That's that's something else. But, you know, Brian catched some monster trout down, a monster a trout and tarpon down there in South Potty. You don't realize that they've got it all. they got big snook. they got big trout. they got big tarpon. It's incredible, mm-hmm. Mickey. they got it all. It is. You know what's so weird here? People don't fish for tarpon. I don't get it. I mean, not one tarpon boat out of this whole area. I wouldn't None. either if I had all them gator trout to fish for. Yeah, I guess maybe what it was. <laughs> you know, hey, man, God. it is what it is, and it's uh, boy, I tell you, it's hard to beat big trout. Big trout bite is, is the ultimate in my books. It I mean, is, I fish is, for everything. Man. I love catching big trout. God, what, what the thing is, I'm I'm keeping records every single day. Every day, I've been doing this for 43 years. I look back at my records on May records, making unbelievable the amount of fish we catch in May. So this is what's so different, okay? I took a five-day period, five days before a full moon in 40, 43 years in May. I took five five days before, and I counted the amount of big 30-inch big fish. So what's missing here is the 29 to 32s. Everything right. else is in place. The four, six, sixes, we're catching them. You know, I got some days that Doug and I were in the land cut back in the, you know, 90s. And we, you know, we hit 100, 150 fish a day, over four pounds back in then. But we had some top ends. We had some 29s, 30s, 31s mixed in there. Now my top end may be a 29. Occasionally we'll catch, you know, maybe a 30. But right. it seems to be 27, a seven-pounder now we stop and take pictures of. But we're one year away from Yeah, that's all level. coming. Yeah, you, your fishing year away. is right where you want it to be, you know. Yes, sir. It's We're one year away from the next step up. And so we're trying to get on the same page, all of our guides and stuff. So I'm getting on the same page. Look, guys, you, I know you need to be taking pictures of these fish to get business. But if you'll put a 20-inch limit on your trout and say, man, we're throwing everything back over 20 inches, you still got good pictures. And you got some, you know, you can say, man, we threw back all the big ones. These are the ones just we caught on our 20. You'll still have a nice bunch of fish, and you're still leaving our trophies for everyone. Exactly. Uh, and so you still have, you know, you're still providing fish for people, still having the families take home to eat fish. But also, you're also saving your, your system for the, the, the guys. Well, the you're, trophy bu- you're building guys, a, you know, a big trout. Building Mecca. something, you know. That's you it. And, and that, that's where my hat's off to you guys. Y'all, y'all have done it right down there. Everybody's on the same page. And, We're trying uh, to be, Mickey. We're trying it, to be. Yeah. I mean, I, and I realize there's some that, you know, they're going to kill those fish. Yes, sir. But, yes, uh, sir. But you know, all for the majority. I mean, y'all y'all've got a grasp on it way better than we do up here. Yeah, it's it's funny how the guys kind of get on the same page here. It's uh, and you know what the marinas are doing now? They're taking all the public uh, fish cleaning tables down, and some of them really? because two things. Yes, two things. So it all the dead fish around the marinas stink. The, the dead fish heads floating around. It's nasty. Okay, so. Now the public take everybody. Everybody has a fish cleaner, so they take all the remains of the fish, put them in a big basket, put them in a boat, take them out and dump them in the, in the deep water in the coast. There's nothing stinking around the marina. Also, it takes the pressure <clears throat> of the fish because 
you get the guys that want to pile all these big fish up at the I mean and watch everybody clean fish. Now then you put your fish get in, in a basket. They're in another room. Nobody sees them. You put them in a basket. You're in a line and you're sitting there having a cold drink with your customers and nobody's, nobody's come to the table, all the dock leaders, I call them, that come up every day to see who caught what. You know, that, that pressure what of that is gone. What do you call them, dock leaders? Dock lizards. <laughs> they sit around the dock all dock day. Dock lizards? Watching, yeah, watching what everybody's catching. You know, they, just, they stay there every day, and they want to know what's catching and who's catching what. We call, so, them, so we call them ramp hogs and ramp buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I've had no trouble with them, but, you know, no, they, I put understand. Pressure, they put pressure on the guys because – you know, I don't care who you are as a young guy. You don't want to be outfished by someone else. And someone else has a bigger box of fish than you do. See, it's a, it's a thing. So I think that's helping, Mickey. I'm thinking that everybody's coming in and showing uh, pictures on their iPhones. I think that's cool. Look what I, look what we let go, you know. Yeah. So it's changing well, a little bit. Uh, that's the new trend, you know, uh, catch mm-hmm. photo and release instead of, you mm-hmm. know, big old meat piles. I mean, everybody's yeah, kind of sick of that. it's coming around. It's you seen around, one, you've seen them all. They all look the same. That's it. They all look the same, man. And uh, and that's another thing here. Everybody can catch. It's not a big deal, the fish pitchers here, because everyone's catching them. If you're a croaker guy and you're not catching fish right now, Bubba, you need to turn your badge in. I'm telling you what. <laughs> you could throw a croaker in the parking lot and a crowd will walk out there and eat it. It's ridiculous, man. It's just stupid. <laughs> croaker fishing is so good, you know. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, just, think how, good be, just think if there wasn't croaker fishing, how many fish that would save. You know, I talked to Robin about that, the guy from Bass Assassin. They made uh, croaker a game fish in Florida, and the amount of big fish they've got now is unbelievable. It's just yep. incredible. There you and go. just think, of, we could have another croaker run. We could have those big croakers like we used to have. But anyway, exactly. that's, that's not me to call. That's someone else a lot smarter than oh, me. Oh, that's to a hot right topic now. right there. That's a, boy, that's sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start a controversy, man? Oh my oh, God! Lord. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Man, I got I got my deal, and they got their deal. And I'm having a blast. All I can say. <laughs> That's well. What it's about? You know, it's, it's all good. But looking for a great a great June. We have great fishing here in June. Just super. Just super yeah. good trout fishing. Like the fish that Fred caught yesterday. He caught a 26 inch with a big old head on that thing, but he she doesn't spawned out. About as big round as your wrist, but 26 inches long, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, I got uh, my buddy Fred and his son, uh, Garrett, fishing a big tournament today. So I'm going to wish them all luck out there. I mean, it's a father and son deal, so that's pretty cool, man. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, Barry's won like three or four tournaments in a row. He's kicking some butt on that fish. He's a good fisherman, man. So man. he's going to take his son. He's going to take his son this time. So that that's a neat deal to get to fish with your boy. That's awesome. So wishing them good luck out there. I think they need a trout, a red, and a flounder. So hope hope they do it. And I don't know about uh, your tournaments. That's what it is here now, Mickey. It's, it's a, a trout, a red, and a flounder. A lot of these tournaments. Are are you seeing that where you're at? Where it's a a little bit. Yeah, it's you know you got the the mix like that, and then you know it's mm-hmm. then you just have strictly trout, strictly red. Yeah, I guess you got the tournaments like we've got. We got them every weekend. Well, not not as uh, not as much as you guys are having them down there. Everybody's throwing the tournaments where the good fishing is, you know, where they've okay. got a better chance of right. catching bigger ones, you know. Right. I guess that's what it is because we got them every weekend here. And that so. you know that uh, you know that limit they have now with the three from seventeen to twenty two. That's saving a lot of big fish. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It it's it amazing. Really is. And luckily, they're not going to you know change it back till September. So. I think we're gonna have a really good winter, and this is gonna tell. This is really gonna see something, Mickey. So if we have a really good winter next year, and then if things start going downhill, we'll realize what that, how good that three fish limit was. Yes. So we're gonna see. Exactly. That uh, it can't hurt. No, sir. And I know, but we don't. We don't want to go back to five, but that's what they're gonna do. But it is what it is. I just wish they'd leave that twenty-five inch deal where if you catch a fish over 25 inches you need a tag like a redfish for a trout for a trophy anything uh-huh. you know you should be able to keep one over 25 it should shut off about 23 like it is now so just leave all those big old egg egg layers out there you know exactly anyway, and our fish right now are just bloated bloated with eggs the ones i caught mm-hmm. wednesday man those fish were just loaded with eggs 
Yeah, it looks like, like you had a good day Wednesday. That's good. That's good. So did Blog. Yeah. James like he had a real good day. Y'all guys catch some fish. That's good, man. Real good. Yeah, it's just nothing good like what you're catching. We're just we're just having to regrow our fishery. It's, yes, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying we don't have any big fish. Every once in a while, somebody will catch a unicorn, you know. And right. it just shows you we still got some big ones swimming around, but we don't have the prevalence of big fish like you guys have. Yeah, well, if Mother Nature will leave you guys alone for a while, not flood you out and stuff, maybe you'll get them back. Well, we you know, we just need to we need to come up with something, some kind of fundraiser, or either you know have uh, TPNW or somebody maybe uh, put like a five dollar extra fee on on licenses for oyster restoration, you know, to to redo mm-hmm. to redo our bottom structure. We've just got so many adversities that have just you know, silted over our oyster beds and our clam dumps, and and it mm. just uh, you know well, habitat's everything. Yeah, and habitat's see, y'all's main thing. habitat down there is grass, right? And, uh, we don't yeah. have that up here, and oyster is our habitat, and it's the lifeblood of Galveston Bay. You know, for water filtering and everything else, and bait attraction and fish attraction, and we've just uh, we've lost uh, two thirds of it. You know, through all the mm-hmm. adversities with Mother Nature and environmental fallout and all the all the other things that play into it, so it's, are they uh, trying to put some of that stuff back, Mickey? Are they are they trying to put? Yeah, that they're stuff doing back you know little areas with substrate and all that, but it just uh, I mean, it's just uh, it's mostly window dressing. If you know, want my true opinion on it, it, it needs to be way much more. I mean, it needs to be a lot to yeah. get it back. And you, know, you got enough man. fishermen there. You got enough fishermen in in Houston. You, everybody, on the same page. Maybe you guys can give your voice and, and get something going on because they sure they don't they don't mind shutting your passes down and closing stuff. They think that they are to give you something back too. They are to say, hey man, we've been doing this to you fishermen. Let's uh, let's give you something back. So hopefully, yeah, and, hopefully and it's made it. a significant change on East Bay closing rollover. See, this time mm-hmm. of year, usually about you know. 8th, 9th, 10th of May, you get a lot of fish that would come in through that pass and fill up East Bay from the back end, you know, with the jetty fish coming coming through. And there's no place for them to come in now. And the water's changed back there. Currents are all different. And uh, it has made a significant difference. Mm. And we all knew it would. But uh, for whatever reason, they had to close that pass. And that's um, it's like Packery made so much difference. Open up Packery. Oh calendar. yeah, what I mean, oh, look God. what it's done for you guys. And oh, it's uh, just amazing. You know, up here we're paying to close them, and down there y'all are paying to open them. <laughs> and you know, and you think that you're the people want want things open because you're making more money. It's better for your economy, better for your fishery, better for everyone. People spending money, more people. You know, just, uh, yeah, it's, anyway. So. Well, it was, you know, was a definite, definite hit on the environment back there. No doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm mean, not sure. Hope you guys can come down this year, Mickey. I'm, I'm keep telling you that. But it's uh, come down before it gets too hot. If you get a little chance, man, I sure like to see you and James come down this year. It'd be great. Well, don't uh, don't blink. We may be there. You never know. Well, anytime. Yeah, I'm trying to get. Uh, Doug Pike down here too. He's having, you know, he's just working so much, but he loves fishing that surf. But I haven't had my, haven't had my, my surf trip with Pike yet. So hopefully he'll come down and fish the surf because our surf fish is getting ready to just go off. I mean, we're a week oh, away yeah. from, we're a week, a week away from some really good trout fishing in the surf. It's just spotty right now. You know, you hit them one day and you, I caught nine the other day and then the next day I go back and catch two. It's just right. it's real sporadic. Real sporadic. Well, it'll come around. It always does. Yeah. And, it does, man. It does. And the way the weather pattern's been this year, it's been great for the surf so far. So hopefully that's uh, a sign of good things to come through the summer months. Yes, sir. We got a little sargasso weed, which helps too. Last year we didn't have yeah. much. This year the sargasso seems to bring in more fish, so that's a good thing. Yeah, they were they were talking all year how the you know sargasso sea sea produced a lot of a lot of weed. So mm-hmm. yes, sir, the weed good. is coming. That's good. All that's right, good. Cliff. Well, hey, buddy, if somebody wants to come down and fish with you, I highly recommend it. How do they get a hold of you? Give them a number, man. All right, Mickey, I'm in Erico, 361-949-0707. Appreciate you having me on, Mickey, and and thanks to all the people that serve our country. God bless you all, man.
Thank you. You got it, man. Memorial Day weekend. Here it is, Bubba. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. Later, Thanks. Gator. See you. Okay. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Onyx PFDs. You know that approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims drown, and out of that 70%, 87% of them were not wearing a personal flotation device, and this is a great weekend to talk about this. You know, PFD, it's like wearing a seatbelt. It's the biggest safety feature that is proven to save your life. And the Onyx AM24 is the one I wear, and it's very comfortable. It's convertible from automatic to manual or manual-only inflation. It has a low-profile design. It keeps you comfortable, especially in hot weather. And it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub you raw when you move from spot to spot in rough water. And it has a durable ripstop fabric that resists tears and punctures. Inflatable PFDs. Well, they're not recommended for children and non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com, or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should, too. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria, don't you know I've come along? Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. Goodness, time has flown by today. Let's go up to Lake Livingston, Penwall Campground and Marina and check in with Harry Detance this morning. Harry, good morning. How are you, bud? Hey, we're doing fine up here this morning. How are you today? Good? Can't complain, man. How's uh, things hopping up there on Memorial Day weekend? Got a lot of folks in town? uh, Yeah, everything's everything's good, Mickey. I carry you. I think this is one of the the few weekends that we've had in the last long time it hadn't rained on us. So no joke. Wood, I hope it doesn't rain on us. But uh so far the weekend's been really good. There's a lot of people out, uh you know, there's probably there's not really any wind on the lake this morning. Conditions are real nice. We're a little gray and, and overcast but but that's okay. Uh you know, the lake we're right at uh just I mean, just slightly, slightly below normal pool, and the release is about 4,500 cubic feet a second. So everything's uh, doing good. Uh, the fish, let me tell you, making uh, we've had some awesome fishing. Uh, white bass are going like crazy. Uh, these bulkhead catfish, they're still going good. So, you know, the everything is, is really uh, turned up really nice here the last last what two weeks uh three weeks whatever it is so uh you know i'm seeing i'm seeing lots and lots of fish these whites uh i'm seeing a lot of uh of good solid 13 14 15 inch white bass come in and of course there's a lot of small ones in there too but but it's it's a lot better than what it has been it sure has it's kind of like right kind of like everything turned over and uh did really really well and all looking out on the lake right now, Mickey. We got just kind of a light fog sitting out on the lake, and, and you know, I'm looking at a flag across from me. And it looks like we've got maybe I don't know. It's just kind of fluttered, maybe a, a four or five mile an hour wind, maybe, and mm-hmm. not much. So everything's in good shape. A uh, lot of a lot of people out. Uh, so that uh, that really helps. So I hope everybody has a good, safe. Uh, uh, Memorial Day and all. Uh, 
land. We don't need we don't need any problems at all. But uh, but uh, now people just good. need to use their heads and be safe yep. and watch out for the other guy. Yeah, yeah, it does. It just uh, <laughs> you know an accident can happen so quick. I mean, I mean it just you know you just got a split second in there, but. You know, and well, if you're going to be out on the water enjoying it and all that and drinking and everything, the captain oh, needs to be 100% sober. Yeah, 100%. He's a designated captain. But, you know, uh, you can get a public intoxication from being drunk on your boat, you know. I mean, even if you're riding in the back seat, I think that game warden can do about anything he wants to do, you know. He'll... Uh, you know, I mean, but uh, you know, if you're if you're behind the wheel of that boat, you need to be, you know, plums over. You know, need to be a hundred percent exactly. Hundred percent. I mean, it's my gosh. I mean, you know, things can happen so so quick. Well, uh, you know, if you just kind of compare driving a boat uh, to driving down forty five during rush hour, that's you know, you need to be on your toes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or at least I do. You know, I mean, and and I don't I can't get down forty five and do a, a real good job of it. You know, compared to people that uh, that drive it every day. You know, I mean, uh, well, boats aren't as they don't have brakes and they're not as responsive when you turn the wheel. Uh-uh. And uh, yeah, a lot of bad variables there for accidents. Just got to be. You safe. know, I, I tell you what, Mickey. What what I see a lot. You know, I mean, is you know our fueling platform here at Penwall. I mean. You just all you have to do is whichever side your fueling cap's on is just come straight into the platform, you know, real slow and mm-hmm. everything to hook up real nice. And but you know, uh, some people have a hard time of, of coming into that fueling platform, and it, uh, you can you can tell a person that that's been driving a boat, and you can tell a person that's just learning to drive a boat, you know, and uh, they do some they do some. A strange thing, just trying to, you know, it's just like pulling into a parking place, just pull straight into it, and, and uh, you know, with a boat, I mean, you, uh, you, no, you're not going to run in there and slam on the brakes or anything like that. You just kind of <laughs> back off the throttle and, and just ease it, and just ease it right in there, in and be way. able to put it in reverse. <laughs> yes, sir. And and you got to uh, play the wind. You know, the wind affects. Oh that. yeah, that's called Kentucky windage. Mickey, yeah, you need to get it. You know, every now and then I'll be coming in my boat stall, you know, and, and you know, you, you you know, you're always paying attention, but you might be a, not paying attention because you've done it a thousand times anyway. And and I'll come in, and I know I have to uh, allow for a little bit of wind coming out of the south or something like that. But sometimes you forget, and uh, you know, and I'll completely miss it. But but you know, first on the boat, you know, you know, you, you have to realize you can't turn a boat in a tight spot. It's not going to turn like a car. No. So it's better just to back up, back up, go all the way back out and come straight in again. Resituate. Yeah, just put her in. It'll go. But uh, hopefully everything will work. Uh, you know, it, we've got a, I can tell you now, Mickey, we've got a really a nice weekend going this weekend. I mean, fishing's good and, and uh you know the catfish; they're, they're doing good. The white bass doing good, and so everybody should have a real good time. We got some graduations. Uh, uh, off. I came in probably about I don't know after midnight last night. I went over to Mount Bellevue to watch my granddaughter graduate high school, and uh, oh, you were in my neck of the woods last night. That's where I live. I was. Yeah, Chambers County, yes, baby. Yep. Yeah, she. Uh, she graduated, and, and uh, so I guess she's on for an, uh, another chapter chapter in life. I'm trying to get her to uh, uh, run a marina, you know, and uh, uh, she can do it. <laughs> uh, she, I mean, you know, that girl, I mean, she's just uh, 18 years old, but, you know, she grew up right here on this property, and there's not a square inch she doesn't know about, you know, and uh she knows she knows all the ins and outs about Pinwall Marina. I guarantee. You. We used to put a when she was little. You know, my son. You know, he uh, he was working and and we'd watch her during the day and stuff. And 
and uh, we uh, we'd put a life jacket on that girl and give her a fishing rod and give her a dozen minnows, and, and uh, she was off down the bank. But if if you're looking for her, uh, you wouldn't find her with the kids. She'd be sitting there with the adults. She wanted to catch a fish, you know. It's, right. It, she used to fish all the all the time, and uh, and of course, you know, if kids get older and and uh, uh, yeah, boys still fish, but sometimes the girls just they they go a different direction. They get a little girly on you, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, don't want to get the fingernails dirty or something. But uh, but uh, she can she can bit, uh, dip minnows with the best of them or pump gas. I mean, she pumps a lot of gas. She does that really well, you know. But uh, uh, anyway. Well, is bank uh, is is the bank fishing any good up there right now? No, people fishing off the bank catching much. No, uh, it's it's starting to get warm, and I'll tell you what, you know, our probably our better bank fishing, you know, uh, you know, is during uh, starting in February, you know, when the crappie come in. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, this is, I even hate to say it, you know, Mickey, it's it's one probably one of the worst crappie years that I've seen. I mean, uh, normally... You hadn't heard uh, much out of Livingston on crappie this year. And, you know, uh, that's a good crappie lake. They're still in the lake. You know, uh, the crappie that... The the, the biggest crappie there that I've seen caught uh, here on Livingston mostly come up from the north end, up in the riverside area, up in the creeks, uh-huh. you know, off of the river channel. Uh, they caught some nice crappie up yonder. And normally, you know, here at Pinwall... Uh, you know, in February, maybe starting about the middle of February to the last of February, you know, the uh, crappie, you can uh, catch them right off the bank. Uh, right. It, it, just, it just really didn't happen this year, Mickey. I mean, it just, uh, and uh, it just, uh, it was not a, it was not a, a good year as far as that goes, you know. I mean, uh, it just, it just didn't work. I was talking to the lady that, that, uh, 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 delivers our minnows and stuff like that there the other day, and and she said, you know, they really had a tough time of it uh, this year. Uh, you know, well, one because of the rain, and sales are down, and everything else, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, it's just that it's just that the crappie just hadn't hadn't done a whole a whole lot. I mean, they're still in the lake out there somewhere. I mean, you just have yeah. to get out there and find them. I mean. Uh, they didn't pick up and go someplace else. They're still around it, but it's just. Well, they're probably over the brush piles and stuff in deeper water. Yep. It's just uh, unusual. It's an unusual year. It sure is. But you know, you know as well as I do, every year is different. And all. I mean, uh, there's not. You know, I couldn't believe to hear you all the crappie we caught with Randy over at Rayburn a couple of weeks ago. Half of them still had eggs in them. Well, and you know that's a that's a little that's. That's a little bit uh, late for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but you know we had an unusual spring. You know we had uh, a couple of months ago we had some real spring-like weather, and then suddenly it turned around and turned around and went back cold on us. You know, and I, uh, you know I think maybe things didn't know exactly what to do. It kind of threw them out of sync or whatever. But uh, uh, so anyway, that's just. You know that's just fishing. You know, I mean, you, uh, you just you just take it as it comes. You know, you got to do a lot of fishing before you get into the catching, Mickey. And, and all. so <laughs> that's true. You know, got to put your time you know, in, pay your dues, man. Yeah. You know, well, and you know, I was talking to guys. You know, guys, they come down here, and, and you know, and 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 they're all pumped up, and, and you know, they're want to go fishing, and and. Uh, uh, and that's good. And I mean, but and then they sometimes they get disappointed because they they don't catch anything. But but you know, to to be pretty proficient at that, you gotta you gotta put a lot of time in. I mean, you just you just don't decide I'm gonna be a uh, a good fisherman and go out and buy you a live scope and a seventy thousand dollar boat and everything else. That ain't gonna make a fisherman out of you. I mean, you gotta well, you gotta you have gotta a little bit of. Uh... A little bit between the ears and know what to do with all that stuff to make it work. Uh huh. 
yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, but, uh, you know, but anyway, I mean, it is, you just have to, it's like uh, fishing is, uh, I even had to say it's kind of like a job. You just got to work at it and be good at it. And, you uh, do. I mean, yeah. you got to be out there on the water a lot to stay on those fish and, right. and develop patterns on them and where you can stay on them and stay with them. You know, it if you just fish me. once a month, it's tough. It's t- it's really hard. It really is. I mean, and 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 even though that you do fish every day, you're not you're not going to hit a home run every day. You're out fishing. No, I mean, you're no. going to have good days and bad days. And, and uh, uh, that was really, I was really pretty fortunate. You know, when I was fishing a lot, Mickey. You know, because uh, you know if I wasn't if I wasn't about Seventy percent. I sure I was going to have a good day. I just seem to shut. I just seem to shut that party down for the day. I mean, because yeah. you know you can you can only do so much boat riding and fish telling stories. You know, I mean, you know, but that's not what they came for. They came to catch fish, and, and uh, uh, I, I lots lots of times, you know, I mean, you know, you you make a. You make plans ahead of time, and 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 you know that day that those people are coming. You know it's going to be windy, or it's going to be rough, or or the fish are not running good. You know, so I, myself, I just call and say, hey, let's let's reschedule this for another time, when a better day. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, that's uh, it. It works well for you, and it and it sure saves them a lot of a lot of time. You know, I mean, uh, and money. It sure does, but uh, but anyway, well, they'll appreciate you in the long run for being honest with them and doing it that way. Uh, you know, Mickey, they call you back then, and all. Yes, you get, you get a lot of repeats doing that, and all. But you sure do. That's what I like is repeats. You know, the same people. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, you, you know, know, you get to you get to know everybody, and and uh, you know, you know, I had a guy on the boat one time, Mickey, and. and uh, and uh, you know he he threw a fishing rod kind of like you swing a a tennis racket, and uh, <laughs> he, he had a he had a little old boy, and, and he was trying to teach that kid how to how to catch a fish and everything else, and and he had more don'ts than do's, you know, and and I was standing on the nose of that boat, and I got looking around, and I, I asked that boy, I said, he's just a little old little old boy, eight years old, maybe he wasn't very old at all, and. And I said, "Hey, you want to come up here and catch a fish?" And and he said he did. And, and I didn't think for a minute that his daddy's going to let him come up there and catch a fish, you know. And but you know, I I just cast and, and I took a fish and I just hand him my rod and kind of hang on to it and and uh, let him reel it in and and everything. And he was getting, having a lot of fun. And and uh, I said, "Well, get your rod, you know, and and we'll." Uh, uh, but you can use your rod and catch a fish, and I got him. And I always used to maybe hold it two hands, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd tell him just bring that rod right by that right ear and and, and release it about eleven o'clock. His little old push button rod, and you do that a few times, and them kids they pick up on it real quick, you know. And and uh, uh, so he he would catch a catch a fish. We were sitting on a pretty good school, and. Uh, He'd catch a fish, and I'd take it off, and then next thing you know, he wanted to take the fish off the hook, you know, and put it back in the water. And his dad wasn't wasn't going to let him do that. He didn't want him to touch the fish, and he kept on uh, pestering his dad about putting one back. And finally his dad said, well, you can put one back. So the next one up, we got it, and I was holding it. He was going to put it in the water, and he, that boy leaned over the side of the boat, and he's washing his hands off and everything else. And his dad said, what are you doing that for? And he said, well, our teacher said that fish and frogs have a slime coat. And you need to wash your hands before you touch them. You know, he, he, <laughs> he knew all about it, you know. He sure did. But uh, Yeah, just let uh, the boy fish. Turn him loose. Man. Oh, let, let him, him fish. Go. I mean, that's how you learn. That's the way you do it. I mean, you know, I see it, buddy. Kids. Yeah, they run up and down the bank, and and, and uh, you know they may not they may not do it quite like Bill Dance or anything else, but you know they're out there, they're they're uh, they're trying, and they not they're trying to catch fish. You know, I mean, exactly. that's how you learn. It sure is. 
it's, hey, Mickey, it's not as bad. You know, I was in Boy Scouts one time back in, back in the early days, a long time ago, and, and we had a project of uh, we had to make a fishing lure. And uh, so we made a, everybody made a homemade fishing lure, and we wound up down at the on the lake early one morning trying to fish and off the bank and and uh this one kid had taken a big old tablespoon cut the handle off of it and got a hole in it and and put some treble hooks and on it and anyway he had cast it out and he was doing pretty good and then he then this other kid walked in behind him and you know oh. he he hooked that kid perfectly in the nose i mean through both oh off. my goodness uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Don't don't walk into it. Don't walk Keep your into distance. it. That's walk right, man. Yeah, All right, Harry. Been... I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants All to call right. up to Pinwall, give them a number, man. Uh, that number is uh, 936-967-4752. I hope everybody has a good, safe holiday. Thank you do you, the man. same, Harry. Good talking to All you. Right. Talk to you next All week. Right. See you, man. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. All right, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.